0: All right, welcome on in to the AI podcast week 40, part one. And it's good to be back doing this bi-weekly, or uh, two times a week, I guess, recording. Isaiah Sanders live in Nashville, Tennessee, Austin Coates in Kansas City, Missouri, as always. And uh, yeah, so Isaiah, how is the week treating you?
1: Oh, pretty good. Just watching uh the Denver Broncos take on the Seattle Seahawks right now. Broncos are first and goal. That hasn't worked out a couple times. They've fumbled twice on the goal line at this point, so we'll see if they can get anything done here.
0: Yeah, we'll see. It looks like they're uh, potentially about to take the lead and a uh, little, little thing here. And, uh, yep, just threw for a touchdown, Russell Wilson, and it looks like... The Broncos. Incomplete. Just kidding. Sorry for the delay, everybody. I was watching the TV. <laughs> That's some really bad uh Mike uh what do you call it? Uh Manners. But anyway, I I digress <laughs> onto the podcast. Uh this week the Kansas City Chiefs have their home opener on the first NFL. Thursday night football game to be on Amazon Prime, Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet on the call, Thursday night 725. Uh, and Isaiah, this has got to be one of the biggest games of the NFL season probably. When you look at the matchups, you have probably number one at this point is going to be Allen and Mahomes when it happens in week six or whenever it is. But We get Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes two times, and these games are always wild, and it seems like no team is ever ahead by more than one possession.
1: No, I mean, they had a couple crazy games last year, and I'm counting on something similar today or on uh, next Thursday. Uh, So Patrick Mahomes had, again, a fantastic week one, five touchdown passes, but Herbert also was sharp in his debut, throwing three touchdown passes. Almost 280 yards. So huge game uh, for the Chargers to come up with that week one win against the Raiders. So again, we talked about these two teams being the 1-2 in the AFC West. Um, and we're certainly get, going to get a preview of, you know, even what could be a playoff matchup. Um, with the Chargers potentially being a playoff team. So these teams could easily play each other three times uh this season if the Chargers can finally break that curse and with the way this Chargers team is set up I think that's very possible um they played again fantastic in week one against the Raiders um came up with some big plays Khalil Mack looked great for the Chargers what do you have he had uh yeah three sacks uh against the Raiders so an improved defense and um, that offense continuing to progress.
0: So what'd you do? Do you have a two TV setup for this since they played at the same time? Oh, I had so, I had the red zone going and then the uh, Chiefs game. I see. So. Yeah, so this game, I'm telling you, the, I don't usually sweat too many games on the Chiefs schedule, but this is one of those games because I know how good the Chargers are. And for whatever reason, I mean, this is probably just history. Back when Phillip Rivers was the quarterback, uh, back when Anthony Lynn was the head coach, the Chargers defense always gave Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes, whoever was quarterback, troubles. I don't know what it was. And so that's why I think I feel the way I do about this game. But yes, Justin Herbert, him and Josh Allen are the biggest threat to the Chiefs in the AFC. And uh, I think we're in for a wonderful game. And I'll tell you, Isaiah, I'm actually flying out of Kansas City at 5.50 p.m. on Thursday and arriving at my destination at uh, 9 o'clock local time. And so Wi-Fi will be purchased on that flight uh, by myself or by the people traveling with me, and uh, that game will be getting watched. Uh, No exceptions. (laughs) Uh, I don't think I could sit on an airplane knowing that that game was going on and not be paying attention somehow. But let's get into the nitty-gritty here. Obviously, for me, Isaiah, the topic of this is going to be the Chiefs' defense. They played well in Week 1 against Kyler Murray and the Cardinals. Murray, I don't think he played that great, but he was also without arguably one of the most dynamic wide receivers in the Football League in DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Justin Herbert has got Austin Eckler. He's got, uh, is it Mike Thomas? Michael Thomas? Mike Williams, that's the guy's name. Mike (laughs) Williams. And uh, there's another guy they got too. His name escapes me, but. You know football season is really back when Keenan Allen uh, injured in week one. Uh, It is a yearly occurrence, unfortunately, for him. He is such a great wide receiver and a weapon for that team, but uh, injury prone to say the least. So my big question for you is can this Chiefs defense rise to the occasion and get the pressure on Herbert quickly? before he gets the ball out to these wide receivers? That's going to be tricky. Uh,
1: I think the one thing that will help the Chiefs as compared to the Raiders is the Chiefs will likely have the lead at some point in this game. Um, the Raiders turned the ball over three times. Uh, Derek Carr took five sacks. Even They tried a double pass to Devontae Adams. Devontae got sacked. Um, and so it was tough. Uh, The Raiders' offense, and because of that, the Chargers were were able to play with the lead. Um, So that made it more difficult for the Raiders' defense. And so Max Crosby and Chandler Jones uh, did not get any sacks on Justin Herbert. Uh, They weren't they weren't really able to pin their ears back, and Herbert was doing a great job getting rid of the football, from what I could tell. And so, but what I think the Chiefs can do a little bit differently excuse me spags is gonna be a little more diverse on defense like we talked about you know using legeria sneed on some slot pressures things like that likely could catch the chargers coming out of a bootleg could blitz into a play like that catch them with their hand in their pants essentially so i think i think the chiefs will be able to do some things to take advantage of what the chargers want to do and you know this is a team that's going to want to have some deep balls out there they weren't really able to get Mike Williams involved this past week I'd expect them to try him a little bit more and he's a big downfield threat and so when Spags can sense that might be coming up whether that's on a second short or even a first and 10 with how the Chargers like to operate I'd expect Spags to send some heavy pressure at Justin and see if he can handle it um you know
0: yeah, Herbert, in this way, he reminds me of a Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Those guys, Peyton Manning. One thing that frustrated me so much when the Chiefs played him is they could never get to him, pressure wise. He got the ball out so quick, uh, and was content with these five yard outs, you know, or whatever it was. And the Chiefs thrive when they get pressure on the quarterback, and it alleviates that pressure on the back end as well. Keep in mind, we got a bunch of rookies and younger guys playing corner uh, and safety, and uh yeah, they they're, they're going to target those guys for sure. Um, another thing that I'm curious about is this offensive line. So Trey Smith left the game, I believe, on Sunday with an ankle injury. Don't know his status exactly, but I mean, across from the O line, you got Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, and uh, that is a two-man wrecking crew if I've ever seen one.
1: Yeah, like I, like I mentioned, those two really came out in week one against the Raiders. Um, Khalil Mack having three sacks against his former team and four quarterback hits in total. Joey Bosa with one and a half sacks, and again, five total sacks on Derek Carr in that game. Um, so the Chiefs offensive line is really going to have to step up. Uh, Orlando Brown and Andrew Wiley played pretty well in this game overall, but Patrick was making a lot of the magic happen um, because the Cardinals were getting in the backfield a little bit with some pressure, but Mahomes always found a way to escape or just get rid of the ball quickly. Um, Cardinals blitzed, actually, I was surprised at how much they tried to blitz Mahomes, but I guess when he's cutting you up if you're sitting back there you might as well throw some pressure at him um yeah and so i expect the chargers are a team that doesn't necessarily have to blitz because they have joey bosa and khalil mack now and so but they're also missing jc jackson their top corner for this game so i'd expect uh khalil mack to probably work on they'll probably rotate those two. On different sides, let them both try and work on Andrew Wiley. And even Orlando Brown isn't the best pass protector. So it'll be interesting to see. This will be a huge test for this offensive line how they hold up and whether they want to use a tight end to try and chip help or what whether they want to use a running back in pass protection. I don't think a running back would do much against either one of those guys. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I think they'll definitely want to get the ball out quick to start the game.
0: Definitely, and uh Chargers also have Derwin James as well who <clears throat> likes to guard Travis Kelsey. Yeah, so it's really gonna be you know, we say this a lot, but which defense is gonna come to play? You know, you know that both teams are gonna score upwards of twenty eight points in this game more than likely, so um I think this is gonna be a pretty high scoring game. And whichever defense can get to the quarterback more Uh, You know, that's who's going to win this football game. And so stay tuned later in the episode here. We'll give you our official predictions for this game. But now uh, it is time for the survivor picks for week two. And a little update on the scoreboard. (laughs) Isaiah put his faith in the team playing the Chicago Bears and they failed him miserably. So Isaiah, Isaiah down to his final strike. In week two, uh, you got to be perfect from here on out, my man. So, who are you taking this week? Well, that's planned is
1: just perfection from here on out. I'm not gonna rely on a <laughs> second-year quarterback uh, for this next for this next week. That really bit me, and so you know what, I'm gonna say like the friend of ours that I'm watching now, Broncos country, let's ride. So. I'm going okay. with the Denver Broncos to get a win here in week two against the Houston Texans. I'll, I'll bet against a second-year quarterback in Davis Mills.
0: All right, we'll see. Uh, I'm going to kind of take the ideology from you, and uh, I'll take the Green Bay Packers in week two on Sunday night football against the Chicago Bears. I really hope I don't regret that, but... Uh, If the Chicago Bears Go into Lambeau Field And win in prime time Two things One, I deserve to have a strike For picking against them And two, all hell is going to break loose in that town Because they got wrecked In week one against the Vikings And uh, Aaron Rodgers was not happy So Give me the Green Bay Packers in week two And we'll see how it goes Now getting into the games of the week, Uh, really not a whole lot to write home about this week in terms of some of the matchups, but I picked out a couple here to discuss, and uh, we'll start with the Dolphins going to the Baltimore Ravens, who look pretty strong in their opening week, albeit as against the New York Jets, but uh, what do you think about this one?
1: Yeah, this would be interesting. Uh, This Baltimore Ravens team still missing J.K. Dobbins. Uh, They weren't able to run the ball as much as I thought they would against the Jets. So, interesting to see there. Lamar Jackson still played very well. Lamar, who turned out a bunch of money in the offseason, we recently learned uh, more guaranteed money than Russell Wilson, even. Um, so, interesting to see what he'll do. Uh, but this defense played fantastic. Granted, it was against Joe Flacco. Uh, but I think they will play great against the Miami Dolphins and Tua. Um, I like the Ravens in this matchup. Just I like Harbaugh. Uh Brandon Miami played very well in week one at home. Um Something to watch here, though. Tyree Kill has often played great against the Ravens in the past uh, with the Chiefs, and so we'll see if the Dolphins can get him the ball effectively. They did so pretty well in week one, I will say. Um, But I like Lamar Jackson and the Ravens in this matchup.
0: I'll agree here. Uh, I just think that, first off, the Miami Dolphins are going to be playing just a better overall team than the New England Patriots talent-wise, and Lamar Jackson is a completely different guy than Mac Jones, Uh, they couldn't be probably two opposite ends of the spectrum. Um, And because of that, I'll take the Ravens in their home opener. Uh, Another game that we got here, the Titans at the Bills. Now last year, this might have been a headliner game, but after watching week one, And seeing the New York Giants beat the Tennessee Titans. uh, I have zero faith in Mike Rabel and the Titans to even... I mean, they'll put up a fight. But I think the Bills are just so high-powered that they're just going to steamroll the titans
1: yeah both you and vegas have very little faith in the titans this they have the bills as a 10-point favorite in this game after that week one loss to the giants (laughs) Um, and the titans are a team that went in and beat the buffalo bills last year again the titans finished with the number one seed last year but they traded away A.J. Brown, you know, they drafted Traylon Burks. Uh, they lost Harold, Harold Landry to a torn ACL. Um, and, yeah, I really think the Bills can get after them. I don't. I would stay away from 10 points, um, especially, you know, Titans are a team that can make games ugly with Derrick Henry handing the ball off a bunch. Um, I think they'll play a little bit better than the Rams did in Week 1. That was... An ugly performance uh, by the Rams, um, but I think the Titans will at least be able to run the ball a little bit more in this game. Uh, this is, you know, very well-coached team by Mike Vrabel, but I still like the Bills in this matchup. Again, talked about the Bills as being having one of the best rosters, if not the best roster in football, and uh, love what Josh Allen can do. And to
0: Stephon Diggs and Gabriel Davis. So, I like the Bills here. And lastly, Vikings at Eagles. Um, This can be a good game as well. Uh, I think that both of these teams are going to surprise some people this year uh, with their steps. So, the Vikings did not make the playoffs last year, the Eagles did. And, uh,. Uh, they won the NFC East and uh, some would argue last year that no team really deserved to go to the playoffs from that division. But it was the Eagles and they got thrashed by the Buccaneers um, in their only game. But you know what? I think that Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen are something special and it doesn't take a rocket scientist of a quarterback to win with those guys. And so that's why you see the kind of success that the Vikings have had year in and year out at least being an around 500 team but this is the year I think they make the jump and maybe win double-digit games uh, so I will take the Vikings in this game
1: yeah, this is a tough one. Uh, Justin Jefferson looked fantastic week one, had a couple of touchdowns, almost had 200 yards. He's on pace for like 3,000 yards on the season, if he were to keep that up. Um, so Vikings played fantastic, against guess, Packers team, even if the Packers didn't have Monte Adams. Uh, they had A.J. Dillon as their leading receiver, who's their second-string running back. Um, but... Yeah, I think I also like the Vikings here. The Eagles played well offensively in week one, but they also went up quite a few points to Jared Goff. and The Lions, they gave up a lot on the ground to DeAndre Swift and Dallas oh, Cook yeah. is a better running back than DeAndre the Andre Swift Vikings have better weapons than the Lions and so even though the Vikings are heading on the road here i like them to pick up a win in Philadelphia they're one and a half point underdogs I would definitely take the Vikings and the points here
0: alright it's that time of the week Chiefs prediction: Chiefs and Chargers Thursday night football. Isaiah, what do you like here?
1: I like Kansas City Chiefs to get the win at home here. Um, they played outstanding in Week One against the Cardinals. Granted, this is a short week, so short weeks those are a little bit tougher to deal with shortened game plans, simplified game plans. Um, but they had the luckily it's the second week of the season. So that they probably did something where they had a game plan, a little bit more ready to go, uh, heading in from the preseason. And so I like the Chiefs here. Uh, the offense showed it was not going to miss a beat without Tyree Hill, and I think they can keep that up, especially with the Chargers still missing J.C. Jackson, their top corner.
0: For sure. And uh, I don't think we've ever picked the Chiefs to lose. Quite honestly, since we started this (laughs) show, I'm going to ride with the Chiefs as well in this one. It'll be close. It'll be high scoring. But I just think that with everything that's been said over this offseason about the offense and about Mahomes without Hill and who's who's the ball going to go to who's how are they going to score? Is this defense gonna be as bad as they were last year I just think this team has internalized so much and uh, they're using that to fuel the fire and uh, this is a different Kansas City Chiefs team than what we saw at the beginning of last year and I'll take the Chiefs in this one and I'll be honest if I didn't think the Chiefs weren't gonna win I would tell you so but I think they can get it done so that's it for us Uh, come back hopefully on uh, Monday next week, no illnesses, uh, and catch our recap of the Chiefs game and as well as NFL week. Now it's time to get to the final play. And Isaiah, my final play this week is actually about the man that is currently playing football, and that is Russell Wilson. Uh, You may remember a number of months ago, he gave us this gem right here.
1: Broncos country. Let's
0: run. And uh, it's gonna be played forever. It has been memed and mimicked by quarterbacks all over the country. And uh, well, he did something that was even more stupid. Uh, while going going out to practice earlier this week, it appeared that Russell Wilson was uh, appearing to uh, high five people as he were running out of the tunnel for say uh, a home opener. Uh, he appeared to have his hands down at his side while he was running, giving high fives. To who? I don't know. There was nobody there. But this guy's head case, I mean, he goes out before the game and is is running plays and snap counts and all this stuff by himself. I mean, just, what a tool. <laughs> just makes me laugh at him even more. But uh, before I get to what happened at the beginning of this game, did you see what Robert Griffin III, who's with... uh ESPN did before this game no I missed it. he raced their uh, their live mascot the uh, Seahawk uh, he did a 40-yard dash against it and I'll be I'll be damned if he didn't beat that Seahawk in the 40-yard dash I mean you got to go look up the video very close but Robert Griffin the third can still move uh, even though you know he's probably got an artificial knee at this point but uh, yeah Still, I digress, but as Russell Wilson was coming out onto the field for warm-ups, he did the exact same thing, Isaiah. Had his hands down like he's good. Getting... Who are you giving high fives to, dude? It is, is it just so ingrained in his head at this point to be corny that he doesn't even realize that he's doing it? I mean, I don't know. Here, yeah, here, Yeah, here's another gym for you right here. It's Mr. Unlimited. Tom. That was Mr. Unlimited. I just, oh have. gosh.